This week on Hey the Parents, we are talking about the cheddar, the fat wad, the cheese, the Benjamins. It's time to grab those dusters, collect the garbage, empty the dishwasher, and clean your room because, hey, it's a hard knock life. Money to burn on blind bags? Saving up for those kicks? V-Bucks running low? Those games aren't going to buy themselves. What to do? On this episode, we are talking about allowances, money, and chores. And of course, we talk about when we were younger, mishaps with our own kids, and what the supposed experts say. Because it's the three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing, no tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, it's us again. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> oh, so good to be back. So good to see you guys. I love my special t- special time. Is that right? Special time? Special people say that? I love time with you guys. It's so nice. Aww. It's like a little hangout sesh. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, our favorite thing is as we get ready for the show, sometimes the, the three of us are just kind of hanging out, like pressing buttons, making things work, checking microphones. Things aren't working. They are working. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, 25 minutes go by, we're listening to, like, meme songs, and things are happening. We're like, we should probably start recording right. a show at some point. <laughs> it was fun doing that. So, uh, so welcome back. So this, this episode, um, before we jump in, I had a bizarre situation with my son that I had never encountered before. So um, o- over the weekend, uh, Jacob had a strep throat, which was, you know, not, not that uncommon. Uh, no big deal. So yeah. you know how it goes. So he was yeah. like three days. I mean, if my throat hurts, this and the other. And we're like, we, we brought him in. Strep was negative on the rapid. And then uh, they send the culture out. So um, Wednesday to Saturday, Saturday comes along. We're like, you know what? If his throat is still hurting him, um, I want to bring him into the doctors and just see what's going on. So we bring him in, and then um, right away tested positive for the rapid. Uh, we didn't even get the results back from the culture yet, but whatever. So we got the rapid tested positive, oh. and then um, we, uh, you know, got him on, uh, you know, got him on amoxicillin, bubblegum stuff. My child. This is an interesting episode. We'll have to talk about at some point. Is my son is eleven and he doesn't actually has never swallowed a pill yet. I'm starting to think we should probably have him start swallowing Tic Tacs at some point. But we haven't gotten there, so we're still on the uh, you know we're still on the bubblegum stuff. We got the droppers, and um, so we started taking it Saturday. You know the deal. Twenty four hours, you're good. You got the meds in you. Now you could be back in public again, seeing people and right, not right. spreading germs. So okay, all good. So that is now Saturday. So now we we fast forward down to this week. And I think it must have been, I guess it was probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe whatever it was, Thursday, maybe it was. So anyway, so, so some time goes on and all of a sudden, um, he's like, my, my, uh, my, my fingers are itchy. I'm like, what's going on? This is nighttime. My fingers are itchy. I'm like, what's going on? So I'm, I'm thinking immediately allergic like, reaction? cause I have an allergy. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I think immediately that he's got an allergic reaction to food. So we were down this path once before when he was much younger, it turns out no children are allergic to corn oil. So we're sitting there and I'm like, okay, legitimately, oh what could this child be allergic to? Cause I, I have an allergy to like yellow dye, whatever. This is the most exciting podcast you've ever listened to. So anyway, so, um, <laughs> I have a, I have an allergy to yellow dye, yellow number five. And, um, so we had lemonade, like, you know, the crystal light stuff, whatever. So immediately my brain snaps to that. I'm thinking he probably had this. He might have my same allergy. So we gave him some Benadryl, you know, good old Benadryl saves the day, makes you go to sleep, whatever. So he takes the Benadryl. And then later in the evening, he's like, I'm still itchy. And I'm looking at him. He's got like hives and like red dots. It's not touching a box, but what he's got, like, we're like, what's going on? Like the, the, you know, the Benadryl should have taken care of it. So he wakes up the next day and, um, he, the hives are still there. And now I'm like, there's no way that this is this is like, you know, from food because that would have gone away. You know what I mean? So we went back to the doctors and it turns out that they believe that he's actually allergic to amoxicillin. So amoxicillin could take between three and 10 days to build up in your system and actually start to show that if you have an allergic reaction, the big thing is um, if they have like a swollen tongue or swollen throat um, and having trouble, you know, swallowing and breathing, because then that's that's more serious, obviously. But this is just kind of itchiness. Ugh. Yeah, so I this is the first time in our house we've had that. Oh, so man, that's uh, my wild. sister actually was telling me. Yeah, isn't that why crazy? Was it like everywhere or just like certain parts or? It was everywhere. Wow. So it was on his, it started his hands, and then probably within I want to say uh, uh, like maybe fifteen minutes of him saying initially that his hands were itchy, 
we saw hives and red spots, oh, no. not like spots like recess, but like rays with the hives. Mm -mm. Um, that they were all over his body, but not like chicken pox. Like it was definitely like hives, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it, it was on his neck, on his face was turning blotchy. And we're like, oh, no. oh my God. Oh my God so it was like, please, are you having trouble? The biggest thing was yes. he's not, he wasn't having trouble swallowing exactly. or anything like that. Right. But um, it was alarming when the Benadryl didn't take care of business because yeah. that usually is like, you know. So this is now, um, what are we on? So this was since, uh, so this is four, yeah, three or four days. And uh, we got allergy meds, um, like, you know, whatever the, the, you know, the, the, like the allergy for seasonal allergies. Take the liquid stuff, take the, uh, the Benadryl if you need it. And he actually went to school and um, he needed to take a couple Benadryl tabs um, on Monday because uh, it still was kind of making him itchy in the morning. And but it, today's still... Tuesday. He's, it's all gone now. Oh, thank God. I would say they're still making him take the amoxicillin though. Even if it's still giving him a reaction. No, no, no. So that was, they said, stop taking it. So they got him off the amoxicillin. And like, look, we'll write it in his chart. If he gets his sore throat back again, we're like, oh, God, here we go. Oh. And a temperature, you got to call us back because I won't put you on something else to get rid of the strep throat. But we think at this point, he's good. But how crazy is that? Like, See? apparently, he had amoxicillin when he was younger. But what's so wild about this is that it could actually kick in as an allergic reaction. Um, Later, later on, on. Yeah. so like you you could be used to it you could have no problem and then like you know you you get you know a few years go by dude and, uh, parent and you, intuition and you reaction man. parent intuition right there that isn't that wild i really really was surprised because i know that he had you know i mean you forget which child had which thing for pink eye or or, or uh <laughs> you know whatever else i tell you man that's bananas it, it, it's it's been a long winter i feel like it i feel like been. we have just been through a lot of sicknesses this winter and you know this goes, right? this reminds me of our 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 sickness episode it's like mm -hmm. trust your parent intuition you know oh yeah good thing good thing mike you know was like oh something something's up here we, we got to get this checked out you know and he look all of a sudden your son's uh, allergic to amoxicillin out of nowhere <laughs> it's crazy you know? i mean it is a chore raising kids i would put my money <laughs> on it that uh <laughs> that on this episode we are talking about what happens when it's when the kids are old enough to help out in the house oh, man. and they take us from responsibilities and you say to yourself now we didn't have children to have, to have them clean for us. <laughs> However, since there are more bodies in our house, and there are many of us, we can certainly share in the cleanup jobs. And that's what this episode's about. It's about the cleanup, the the chores. It's about money, about allowances. And in some families, those things are separate. Sometimes they're together. And uh, this this episode is all about that. And I think um, I don't know if we're going down this road, but when this episode hits eighty eight miles per hour. Um, it's time for us to jump in the time machine because oh, yeah. we are Popping going back in time. By the way, did you guys know there was a Back to the Future Broadway show the town now? Yes, like a musical. There was a friend of that. mine. She is a uh, she does theater in her school, and her one of her students it was actually in one of the leading roles. Is that what? Is that amazing? That's really cool. That's really, real. She was really proud. Yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, future. she's probably a little biased. But like, mm -hmm. it, is it good? Have you heard anything about it? She's seen it. She said it was excellent. It was very good. She was, was recommending to bring Julian to go see it. So, you know. No way. Yeah. We, maybe we should make some plans. We and, should. Uh, do this thing. We should get an own DeLorean <laughs> right? and just hop in there and just. You there know, you go. I know. My the... problem though is I can't. Um, I could hear Doc Brown's voice in my head, but I I keep my brain keeps going to Rick and Morty for some reason. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's all messed up. <laughs> you, Whatever. You, you're pretty good at your imitations. You can probably pull it off. Oh, come on. Let's go. <laughs> So we're going to get into the, uh, you know, we're going to hop it through our green portal. We're going to jump in our time machine or we're going to go back in Wayne's world. But it is time to go back in time to talk and discuss what it was like when we were younger. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if this was your life. And we talked about this last episode with Sarah. It was very funny because I immediately was thinking of this about girl jobs and boy oh, jobs. Oh, yeah. Yep. But I, I had, and I don't know if it was because I was lower to the ground because I was shorter and younger, but I had the, uh, I had this job. That and I and it's funny because I think of it now and I'm like, there's so many easier ways to do this. But I had this job where my parents would fill up like a little like a little bowl uh -huh. of warm water and soap, and it gave me like a uh, like a little rag, and I had to go around the whole house cleaning um, the molding. Yes, cleaning the molding on the floor. Yep. Did you have that when you were younger? Did you? Oh yeah, that was fun. That was an easy job. The ba the baseboards and the molding. That was a good time. It was, but like I think it comes down to I believe two types of people. I don't like sitting on the ground, so I'm not like a like a crisscross applesauce kind of guy. I rather sit in the couch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the whole. So like getting on the ground, I I'd be so uncomfortable. The hardwood floor, like just kind of cleaning and Aww. like oh, it's the worst. 
It's you a hard knock life. Uh, no, because you're sure, for real. I used to like take the little <laughs> Daddy Warbucks wasn't worth it. <laughs> the little Murphy oil, like water. I don't know if your parents use that. Oh, that's nice. And then I would like dip my little sock in there, and I would like run across the baseboard and then run back. So I made a game uh, out of it. Yes. Oh wow, you probably yes. finished it in like Very thirty nice. seconds. Yeah, flat. no, it was a good time. Like, hey, as long as the job got done, my mom wasn't complaining too much. Yeah, but now you know did what? you just clean on your own, or were you doing this for a chore? Oh, oh short, dude, right. totally short. <laughs> yeah, you, you. I was probably a little brat. I don't think I would do any of this stuff on my own. Like, like there had to be some sort of incentive for me or something. Like, I, I wanted to be a good kid. I wanted to help out, but like. Some of this stuff was like the down and dirty. Yeah. I also had the vacuuming. I had the vacuuming, and I remember the vacuuming was fine, but like my parents insisted that I vacuum the stairs. Mm. And I don't care what version of this is. Like I'm, I'm surprised I didn't walk away with a herniated disc <laughs> as a child. Because <laughs> like you remember how the vacuums used to be? They used yep. to be like insane. You either had the ones on wheels with like the uh, the tube that yep. would pull it, yep. or you had the super duper heavy ridiculous thing that was probably the same weight as I was yes. trying to get the stairs. Yeah, oh, but was brutal, you know man. what I remember about the vacuum? Like I hated vacuuming, but. There was one thing I loved about the vacuum, and it's like it's just like a lawnmower when you when you make the lines in the rug. Oh because yes, it's just, it's just satisfying. Like, yeah, it's satisfying because you like. I gotta cry. I wanna like. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna sit in the couch. No way to tell me about this. Wow. You know, All right. So when you tell when you're back when I was younger and I had to clean my room or you know I was doing it for a chore. I was going you know making perfect straight lines, and sometimes I'd have fun with it. Like I'd make like a star. I'd start making like shapes. In my oh, rug because the vacuum is just like so powerful. I say write your name. Your name's nice and easy. Lots of straight lines you could do. I know. Yeah. But sign like, your name in every room. To what Sarah was saying, it was for some reason very satisfying. That was the only thing I liked about vacuuming <laughs> is leaving the lines in the rug, like a lawnmower. You know. I'm not even going to, we're going right into this right now. Do you, now that you're older and you get the lawn, your brother-in-law mows the lawn or do you mow the lawn? Uh, my brother-in-law mows the lawn actually. Do you now? Okay, this is great. So when he does it, does he do the lines? Uh, he does. He does do the lines, but I don't think. Oh, I, so you feel okay with that? I don't think I ever asked him like if he finds it as satisfying, you know, as I do, you know. So I don't know. It's, but more importantly, if he didn't do the lines, how would that make you feel? He'd <laughs> be frustrated. <laughs> you gotta make. You gotta make the lines. So what about you, Sarah? Do you see you got? What were the jobs that you had? Like you, you um, got you. You were down the floor with me with your yes. with cleaning the molding. So the girl jobs. Mike Levine had know. the vacuum. Oh yeah. So we, we did girl things. I didn't do the vacuuming because again that was a boy job. We don't sweat. So I dusted like the baseboard, the furniture. My mom had like a million figurines because she was a big collector on like these Hamill doll things. So I'd get in a little bath. That was fun because it was like because I get to play with them while I was like washing them and stuff like that um, oh so you weren't just like dusting you like clean them off and then like clean the shelf and like wash them and yes put them back? yeah that- yep that was like a daily that was a chore like every saturday were they, like, we had dog to clean. people or were they dog statues or people or no, like what the were little they? hamel uh dolls they're like little german figurines like german artists i guess okay. and they're like you know um a little bird has like almost like precious moments, but not like a little bird has landed on one of them. Were they like porcelain you know? or something like that? Were they yes. like, oh yeah, yeah. And then like her like okay. um, um, Rockwell dishes and figurines okay. too. So it was fun, like kind of cleaning them and stuff like that. I got to play with them because we we're See, not allowed to touch them. Satisfaction. I understand that. Except for you're cleaning. I understand exactly. that. Because when I was younger, I had all my Star Wars action figures and battle scenes. And, you know, I wouldn't touch it for a while. And it would collect so much dust, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to clean the dust. And it was just like trying to get around all the little nooks and the crannies of, like, you know, your action figures without messing up the battle scene. And then all of a sudden, you know, half your rebels will take a hit because you knocked them over by accident, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no! (laughs) Yeah, so... We, every Saturday we cleaned. It was always like, <laughs> let's clean, and then we could relax. And we cleaned the whole house top to bottom. The, the rooms had to be cleaned, stairs, baseboards, figurines. It was like a daily. I think that we, we that was smart. Clean. Yeah. So you did the, it was clean before you did the fun stuff. Yes. And then my mom was always like, by six, five o'clock, we'll be able to relax. And I'm like, okay. And then, yeah. It was like cause yeah. all day oh, by clean. five o'clock. Oh, this is a whole yeah. thing. But we had breakfast and lunch. You know, obviously she fed us in between it all. <laughs> she threw the towel and came back to work. <laughs> yes, basically. You know, and we just wow. cleaned. But it was just, I don't know, it was just like routine. And it was like a lot to clean. Yeah. It was like a lot of dusting and stuff like that. I feel like a brat right now. Because like my thing was that we would, I would, we would watch Saturday morning cartoons. 
Um, you, you, oh, we did people, that too. You're listening to this. We you know too. the deal, right? Because yeah. there was no recording unless you were like with the, with the VCR on. So like you had to be awake and ready to rock for when those cartoons went live. Yeah. Um, so then what the, this is basically what happened. When the cartoons were over and the live action happened, when Stay by the Bell came on, that was the end of the cartoons. <laughs> yes. So then that was like, then it was like, oh, time to clean. Yes. That, that really was for us too. Yeah. And then, but then we had like a nice breakfast and we had a long lunch. Like, so it wasn't like hours upon hours, like, or didn't feel See, like that at but least, did, you know. did your cleaning habits did it change when you started getting into your teenage years and then a little bit long you know older i don't think i had a not I, really for yeah me. no i don't think i had a choice in the matter my mom very yeah, much it was like, like i'm doing whatever i'm doing yeah no yeah. and like when i was like old enough because i didn't go away to college um mm -hmm. so even when i was you know at college and uh having hanging out with the friends you know until the wee yeah. hours of the morning i was still getting up at eight o'clock in the morning even though i won't <laughs> in around five you know and i was like okay this is great you know <laughs> i think i had the um i think we had a maybe to load the dishwasher too i think that was my yeah. job as well because mm -hmm. we, we would go visit my grandparents in florida they have you know they, it's like a normal like retirement community or whatever else but they don't have um they didn't have dishwashers oh so whenever okay. we would go down there mm -hmm. my sister and i would have to wash the dishes and dry the dishes uh. so like bringing the food my sister would wash i would dry and then we got back to new york i was like thank god so we had to do like the loading dishwasher and all that but the thing is is like i don't know about you guys but like it was like i i'm so bad i feel like i had money to burn like every single time i got allowance money whatever else i was like it was spent before i even like before i even had it it was ridiculous oh, like i don't man. know if, if i never got allowance money what about you, Levine? My cleaning habits kind of changed a little bit. So my parents kind of instilled allowance. Like, oh, if you clean, I'll do allowance. But then again, uh, you know, it just, I don't know, it wasn't enticing enough. So, so I did uh, nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you say I did nothing. Not that I did nothing. Just like. That's not I how you win the attendance award. Clean as, <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I didn't clean as much. I kind of revolted wow. a little bit in cleaning. My parents would get so mad. So you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll clean my room. I'll clean my room, you know, in my teenage years. And then I he would never clean my room. So I don't know why, but he decided to take the door <laughs> off my room. <laughs> That'll do it. He's like, oh, okay. So uh, once you clean your room, then I'll allow you to have privacy again. I'm like, oh, man. Like, well, guess I'll never have privacy wow. again. Wow. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. That is. You know what? Sometimes there's different approaches, I guess, right? It's tough love <laughs> you know it's funny because like i feel like i think sarah maybe you had a similar experience as me it was like you got like yeah whatever you got some money for your parents or whatever like the basic necessities or, or whatever it was and then if you wanted like money whatever like you would have to get a part-time job of some sort oh, yeah mm -hmm. so like i i got like i worked at the pool i took yeah. swimming um which was like i was actually a lot of fun i really enjoyed that um i worked with the younger kids and stuff and you know taught them you know whatever it was like every saturday morning um, and then when I was old enough, um, I kept doing that, like, cause it was like a small little gig, whatever. And then I, um, got a job working on tower records, which was like the, uh, like, um, th they're gone now, sadly, but in the, in the nineties and early two thousands, there were, maybe it didn't last, maybe it must've been two thousands, right? They were there for a bit. I think so. They, um, they hung on then for a bit. The, uh, <laughs> you know, record stores used to be a thing and, and I worked there and it was, that was awesome. But it was, that was like, you know, it's a whole other thing of hanging out with older people and like learning the ways of the Jedi. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's this guy um joey he called himself ho he's the best dude um and uh he was uh he like took me under his wing a little bit and he like he must have realized like oh this little young high school guy doesn't know anything about life and he's a cool dude and uh you know he he you know into music and then that was a great the great scene but that was like you know worked at records got the money and then like we would spend all of our money in like going to buy concert tickets and going to the city That's cool. so that was like there wasn't a lot of money that was reserved after that. But like I said, like it wasn't until much later where I met my wife that I definitely learned some better habits with saving and spending. You know? That's good. How about you guys? I mean, did, you, did you save anything? I, so one, we never got allowance. Uh, we tried it. My mom. So it was hard to save uh, if we didn't have allowance. Exactly. Yeah. My mom was kind of like, you live in this house, you make the mess, you got to clean it up. And that was kind of just it. Once in a while, she would say like, oh, yeah, if you do this, I'll pay you something. We never saw the money. And we always fall into that trap each time um Oof. but i too so when i was 15 i got a job because i was like i want to make money and my mom we used to go to like a and s and back in the day they used to have these crazy sales you get like this big bag of clothes for like a ridiculous amount of money or whatever like a minimal amount of money i should say 
And um, so, but anything I wanted, like, and I wouldn't say like name brand because I wasn't, again, I'm like not into name brands, but anything like mm -hmm. fancy at like the little clothing stores that were not at the mall that just felt fancier, I would have to buy myself. My mom was like, I got mm -hmm. you jeans, I got you tops, I got you whatever you need. Anything else that you want, you have to get a job. You got to pay for it yourself. Um, and I appreciate that, to be honest with you, because it's like, you know, she got me the basic necessities. Like, I don't if I don't need something fancy. But if I wanted that, um, you know, I got a job so I can get myself, you know, like nice like clothes or like a fancy a little jean jacket. Um, I remember also getting my saving up for your first pair of dots. Yes. Right. Um, getting <laughs> getting some medicine, medicine from cvs once i found out this day quill um you know like things like that you know necessities. i was like oh my god medicine to make me feel better i'll, I'll pay for that why not <laughs> so it's funny because you mentioned that like growing up my um my parents maybe were kind of similar in that regard like we if it, sneakers i remember this was like clothing was a big thing like you know in middle school and i remember now, I don't know, like, if this was, like, a rites of passage, if, like, you're, you know, like, you, you take your you take your black and blues and you grow a little stronger because of them. But my mom <laughs> was, like, there's no way that she was spending money on, on like, expensive kicks. Like, right. we would go to Payless yep. footwear, and it was, like, you Love could Payless. pick any yes. no-name brand yes. of this uh, whatever. And I'm, like, no. And they do and the I same thing. Oh, man, there were some kids <laughs> in my class that were, like, such jerks. And I remember, like, they'd make fun of my sneakers, uh. right? I know. I hear you. I had the I had the Adidas sneakers that had only two stripes, not three. Oh no! And I remember telling kids they were like Adidas. Or something. I, yes, I remember telling kids that uh, the third stripe fell off. I was like, Oh no, it's gone. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I didn't realize they're like podcast now therapy session for us here. Oh man, chores. <laughs> Rough. I'm just thinking about our past. Why do we make our children do chores? Why did our parents? Well, trying to. Grow up your children, you know, help your children. Oh, you speak grow for yourself, buddy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> responsible citizens, right? It's funny now because, you know, as time has gone on, I feel like, you know, you, 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 I like what Mike's saying. You take like some of the, you take some of your experiences when you were younger and then you put your own spin on it, you know, when you're older and you're like, okay, going through the experience, what was valuable? What, what taught a lesson? What didn't? How could I teach my kids not to like blow through their money as if it's like, you know, if they don't spend it right now, it's going to go, go away. Right. You know, obviously like going to college, I remember like the first um, couple weekends that I was in college, um, I, I shrunk many of my clothes because yeah. I did something wrong. And I realized yeah. there is something beneficial about having your children learn to uh, do the wash because that is a good trait to learn how not to make your clothes small like in Wayne's world. So the, uh, the thing that, oh, uh, so funny. one of the things that we, you know, I guess we, uh, oh, sorry, we just parked the time machine. Oh, God, that thing. Oh, we're good. Watch <laughs> out for the suicide doors. So the, um, the thing that we, we really realized is, uh, as time has gone on that, um, like we try to pick like selective things that we know that they could kind of handle at the right age. And like, when my, when my wife brought it up, it was very funny. Cause like, I used to like give her a hard time. Cause she was like, oh, my mom made me do the, do the laundry when I was like really young. And it, like, it's kind of sounded almost like. Like, I don't know, maybe she's taking advantage of you a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? But now that, now that like our kids are, you know, the ages they are, um, we don't expect, we don't expect them to like lug their laundry down the stairs and like, you know, good luck with all that. But like we taught them kind of how to fold them and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something that like they could do, we could meet them where, where they are, where they could do and they could handle. And like, that's a big thing. And I feel like just them doing that, whether like Absolutely. they do a good job or not, yeah. it's just like taking the ownership over it. The whole thing has made our life better because our middle guy, Ethan, somehow miraculously would go through like 30 pairs of pajamas in a week and socks. We're like, dude, nobody gets changed that many times. Like what is happening right now? <laughs> so we're like, this kid's doing his own laundry. I can't deal with this anymore. So now like he's doing it <laughs> miraculously. There has been a couple less outfit changes. So that can't be a bit, you know, that's not a bad thing. Oh, look at that. Yes. It's hard because also trying to come up with the right number because like it's a weird thing. So like if you give them too much money, in, in theory, like you run into a problem where like if they have too much money, they're almost like complacent about it and like, oh, I have money. Why should I bother? Yeah. Like that's one yeah. thing. Or you run into the issue where um, they start to have this belief that they only have to do the things that are on their list for chores. And if they're getting paid for that, that's it. And we had this issue where we had to break that up because we realized that our kids were getting like, number one, it was really becoming a thing that was totally connected to greed and money. And it wasn't really about helping at that point. 
And then they were like almost like giving us an attitude if we were like, no, that we need you to do this. And like, well, that's not my chore. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Let me tell you a little story. If we're if if our family needs you to do something and we need you to do it, you're gonna do it. And this is not even a conversation. You're going to do what you're capable of doing, and that is totally on top of and not connected to you getting paid for it. If we need you, you're gonna do it. And once we kind of started that belief, I think things started to get better with with this whole thing. So that's basically the same thing too. Like we uh we've taught we tried many times to do like you know chores and stuff like that in terms of getting paid but it's it's hard to like because my kids in particular are like but how much is like cleaning the island worth and how much is cleaning the island worth when you have guests over and they might leave a mess you know um <laughs> no they, they get really wow. into yeah. I, mean, I dig their uh, entrepreneurship really, yeah. that's pretty yeah. impressive and, I, yeah. and it's a fair question because like sometimes we do have guests over um and not and most for the most part you know everyone's an adult they clean after themselves but once in a while they there might be like a few more things left over or we host it and there's like appetizer. So like, um, and I appreciate, it, but then it's somewhere along the way, it loses the fact that it's like, okay, like I clean when your friends come over. Can you help me when my friends come over too? perhaps like a little bit like, right. you know, like, yeah. so it's, it's, there's a, a line that Jean and I always kind of like toe where it's like, no, this is not extra. This is just being part of family versus like, all right, cleaning up the dog poop in the backyard. It, that's a terrible job. No one wants it. I'll pay you ten dollars to do it real quick. You know, right? And like off they go. The worse it is, the better it pays. Yeah, I <laughs> think so. But that's like true because like the thing is, is like you almost like there is a disconnect, and I feel like growing up, um, I had the disconnect, and I didn't learn that. Um, I didn't come to grips with that that I was <laughs> that I was kind of a brat growing <laughs> up with that because I didn't associate the 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 helping part of it that was needed versus just like, this is your job. You do it's a checklist. I did it. No more problems. Like we're good here, but it was like, who, who knows? Maybe whatever it is, everybody's different or maybe the way you're, you know, we, you interact with your kids, whatever else. But I feel like we needed to break that disconnect because, and we wanted to do it as early as possible because we didn't want them to, to grow up, um, you know, with this kind of like, you know, this, this entitlement, um, when it came to getting money connected to only certain things. Right. Um, yeah. and like there, there's, there's an app that we use. Um, and I, um, my wife has kind of taken over um, all of this, and she's done a wonderful job with this. It's, it's called Greenlight. There's a few of these. It's basically the gist. Is it's an app, and what you do is um, you basically choose like an amount of money that you want your child to feasibly earn in a week. And then what you could do is you could take the chores or the responsibilities, and then you could like you could basically make it just one to one. Where like if it's like you know whatever it is like if it's six dollars whatever it is and there's six things each of those six things is related to one dollar essentially it divides it up and then i have to mark or check it off when it's done and then you review it and then you're like was it good enough let's have a let's have a meeting about your growth <laughs> and then uh, you could kind of yeah and then and then like if they don't do it then they just don't get paid for it yeah. or, or or like we we say like you know this you didn't like for example if it's like summer and and one of their jobs was to pack lunches for their little sibling or to like make you know scoop yogurts into a container or whatever it is and they're not making lunch that week you don't get a pass <laughs> we try to find something else for you to do you know right but it feels like um it feels like there's that disconnect and i i mentioned earlier i, I believe that the combination of those two things has made it better for us as a family um and breaking through the like what's fair what's not fair because as soon as that that fair word starts showing up then you feel like the, the problem is much deeper than you realize oh gosh yeah uh right now so we want the green light for sophia and julian however we made the mistake along the way giving sophia a cash app card as i'm literally trying to send right now her some money because she's in Florida. oh it's like connected to it um, like it, it's part of green light or this is separate this is separate so we gave her a cash app card and it really was for the fact that like, you know, like when she's out and about, sometimes it's hard to keep yeah. money on you or it's easier to do card. So as she goes along, it's like, hey, I need extra amount of money, you know, like X amount of money. We just send it to her. But now with the green light, we were tr we are thinking of trying to do that. Like, hey, you earn amount of, a certain amount of money um, because sometimes it seems like she's asking for a lot and she she may she may not be but like it's like hmm like i spent i sent you like 20 yesterday you need another 20 today and now i need 30 yeah. tomorrow so g and i were thinking like just setting her like a, a set limit and being like do whatever you want with it but you gotta make that last for the week because for her with chores she's at the point where with, with high school she's not she's not at a local high school right now she's 
um, going to a different high school, the private school, and she wakes up at 5 a.m. to get ready, and she doesn't come home until 3.45 on a good day or sometimes 7 o'clock at night, you know, with, with practices and stuff like that. And her main job, we always tell her, is to get good grades because that's what we're concerned right. about. So in some yeah. ways, besides the weekends, kind of unfair to be like, well, you have to earn money by doing chores. And it's like, well, the weekend is kind of like she might have practices or more work. And then once in a while, like she has to be a kid and like actually hang out with her friends. So it like leaves us Saturday to like do like what, like homework plus every other thing she needs to do. Like, so it, it seems a little unfair. It seems hard. Yeah. Maybe on the, on the summertime we'll work on it, but like I'm a little nervous trying to instill this green light thing with her because it's kind of going a step backwards. You know, when she's really I, had so much freedom. I feel like, but I feel like one, I mean, and this sounds like a weird thought, yeah. but if you said like your job is school, would it be weird to associate like reviewing, doing homework, studying, showing that she's doing her job and relate that to it's kind of weird. It doesn't motivate it's her. It's almost like you See, don't give her money that's correlated. That, we know? tried that a while a while back. It was like, oh, you know, if you get all like fours or threes, like that does not motivate her. She's not like schoolwork yeah. and money does not. She's going to do it or she's not. No, nah, right? she's like just like, listen, man, I got a three. I tried, whatever. You know, like she's not motivated by that. Julian, on the other hand, since he's young, we haven't made the cash shop mistake with him. We're hoping to try the, the green card thing with him because he's a little more motivated. Like, so I'll put it this way. Sophia, we did like a chart, like on like the, we got like a nice chart with the chalk markers we put on the mm -hmm. fridge and we're like, okay, Sophia does like X, like before the cash app, X amount of chores by the end of the week, her goal is to earn X amount of money. Same thing with Julian, you know, like each chore, if you do it each day, like there's like daily chores and like one big weekend goal, like goal chore, like mm -hmm. clean the bathroom, pick up the dog poop. Um, and she was not motivated. She hates seeing it. She hates Julian, like, marking that he did something. Like, she, I don't know. There was something, like, there was so, like... Oh, it was a competitive part of it, too. Yeah. Like, she did not like that part. So, Julian loves that. He loves a chart. He loves the stickers. He loves the, yeah. the tally. So Sophia is like, nope. Mm -mm. She's like, I'm not buying into this. But it's, this. like, kind of punitive in a way, too. Because yes. it's, like, almost like For you her could get punitive. the full amount unless you do something that's not exactly. mess up. And, like, Sophia's, like, the kind of kid, like... So I think that's where you have to like know your child as well. Like Sophia's the kind of kid where she knows when the hallway bathroom is dirty, she's gonna clean it. She may not clean on Thursday when she sees it dirty. Yeah. She's gonna clean it on Saturday or Sunday when she has time to do it. Um and meanwhile, Julian, like, you need to be like, yo, dude, like, did you take your shower? Did you brush your teeth? Like, you know, like the basic <laughs> life skills yeah. Julian's kind of yeah. like, we need to help him out with. So he needs yeah. like something like reminders <laughs> like that, you know? Well, it's funny because I'm like the um, I, I feel like I'm the kind of person that's like my wife will be like, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Oh, um, I like, like that. BPP in our house. But the <laughs> thing is, is that um, she's like if but for us, we've had like several blowout arguments over like dumb things, whatever. But she's like um, she's like, why don't you do this now? And I'm like, no, listen, listen, I will do this. Yeah. I may not do it the moment that you want me to do this, but I guarantee you that I will get this thing done. And we've had a lot of conversations with that. And we kind of like know how we're different in that way. Right. Um, and like, that's, that's different with some of our kids too. Like, you know, like Ethan gets, he must take after me because he gets very, <laughs> very frustrated when you're like, no, you gotta do this. You gotta do that in this order this time before you do this. And he's like, I'll do it. I know I'll do it. And he will get it done. But it's like, we, it's hard for us because like, especially as parents, we're looking at them. We're like, we know you're going to run out of time. You know, you're not going to be wanting to do this like last thing at night, but you say it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's hard, right? I know Mike, you had um, a situation with like the Mike Bucks, right? Well, wasn't it like the, what do you call them? Like the Lucas Bucks? Mike uh, Bucks? Didn't you do that for a while? The store? Yeah, there's, oh, that's cute. there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of things that we've tried. And I think, um, the, the struggle as parents becomes is like, when, when is too much? Like how much are you doing is too much? Like, like Sarah, you said that you're trying, you're thinking about doing the green light thing and i and i say good i say go for it and do it because you know as as i as my kids get older i'm trying to figure out how much like pressure to put on them to do things right and if am i putting too much pressure or am i not putting enough pressure just because I don't know I feel like life is just very difficult nowadays. There's just so much going on and I want them to be able to handle it all. So, you know, what's the best way to train them for that? What you know, like mm. a Jedi, you know? So just kind of be putting a little bit more pressure as far as doing your homework, 
you know, cleaning your room, um, you know, uh, taking well, care as of... as Obi-Wan would say, that's not a smell I've smelled in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's time to get, time to crank up the pressure yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so you know? in the Levine household, the same thing right now. My kids, oh, you know, just like how your kids said, oh, well, that's Ellie's chore. You know, she mm. does the dishes and... I'm like, no, dude, that's uh, helping out your family. She she did your chore before of feeding the dog. So, you know, um, we've kind of gotten rid of the chores. We've gotten rid of the Lucas Bucks and the Ellie Bucks, and um, we're kind of just switching it up and kind of like, okay, there's five of us in this household. We all live in here. We all got to take care of this house. We got to take yep. out the garbage together. If you see something on the floor, pick it up for your mother and your mm -hmm. father so that, you know, uh, we could all help each other out, especially with Taylor with her. She's got some health issues that, you know, if we all help her out, we help each other out. We could all live, you know, harmoniously in the house, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's really powerful. I, so my uncle Manuel back in the day, he, um, I, it was like during a time like my family was like needed some help and things like that. And he explained to me um, that the family is like an orange tree. And if the orange tree grows and everyone loves the oranges and we all pick the oranges, we all eat it and drink the, or the orange juice that comes from the oranges. But if we don't take care of that orange tree, it's not going to keep growing oranges. So that's like a family. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's you know, perfect. you want yeah, it, yeah. you know, like we have to kind of, whether it's mom or dad or brother or sister who might be sick and they can't do their chore, quote unquote, we got to help each other out because if we keep taking those oranges, man. There's no orange juice for a Sunday Yeah, brunch. you're not getting paid to take care of the orange tree. Just help the orange no, tree grow. Exactly. <laughs> and we can all enjoy good, the uh, fruit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's like a good way to relate to things. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, which one of you let it die? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Don't let the oranges rot, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard, though, because, like, I feel like um, maybe you guys kind of experienced, you mentioned as well, but I feel like, um, you know, having um, having our guys, you know, no one, listen, no one gives you a handbook. Obviously, we oh, say that no. in our podcast. And yeah. it's like a four-way game of tug of war. But when our older guy, um, you know how the older one is, he kind of like, there's a lot of rules. You're always on the kid. You're always with him. You're like, the kid's napping. You're like, everything's great. And then like, you have the other kids. And then um, you're like, oh man, we were, we were probably a little bit too much on that first kid. Yep. <laughs> so like, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever we do, like with Jacob, um, I don't know. It kind of like, I don't know. I feel bad sometimes. But like, we, we you know, we try things out with him. Yep. And things are a little bit more... A little less reactionary or like a little bit more a little more like tried and true by the time we by the time we get to yeah. Ethan and Noah. Yeah, no, that's and true. then um it's true. the nice thing is like once you do something with the older one, like in a positive way or like something like a responsibility over it is, it seems a little bit easier for the younger two to kind of like swallow because they see the older one doing it. Mm -hmm. Like with the laundry thing, like I think it's not as much of a blow because you're like, you're doing it, buddy. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we did, of course, see Ethan at one point and take the entire um, pile of shirts and go boop, in half and try to shove into the drawer. Like yeah. Yeah, that, that U shape of all your shirts is probably not going to work too well this week. <laughs> right. No, and I understand the, uh, the the laundry thing too because Lucas just turned 10 and, uh, and it's funny because I told him, I was like, you know, bud, now that you're 10 years old, you, you have more responsibilities. So enjoy this day at your birthday party because – Guess what? Tomorrow, Tomorrow you learn. Mine. You learn how to do the laundry. That's funny. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> you know what's funny is like, yeah, I don't trust you yeah. with my laundry machine. I'm mean, at my I washing know, right? machine just yet. Sophia just started well, her laundry. Said. Yeah, yeah. there's something like you could even do some things like with your kids like where um I know this episode is not all about laundry, but something that we found was a little bit helpful with our guys was that like obviously every what is with the sweatpants by the way could boys wear jeans um so like there, there's oh, like man, constant like so you know the uh i know seriously <laughs> but like between like the the like the the night stuff that they wear like it doesn't really matter is it like if that's really like you know crease whatever the underwear the socks like that could just kind of go into the basket yeah and then what we found was like sort of kind of like help them get their jeans or whatever pants or sort of like if you're helping them, you could fold them in half, put them in the laundry basket. Yep. They could finish the job. Right. And then the shirts, like our, we have one of those dryers that like it opens up and the door swings open. Yeah. So like I take all of the shirts and we hang them onto the door. And then I transport the entire pile of all the shirts stacked up each other on top of the laundry basket. And then this way they kind of have to fold those when they get upstairs. 
I find that that's a little bit better for them than just like go downstairs and take care of your laundry. Yeah, no, th- you know? that's so funny. I was just doing the laundry with me and Julian today. Um, he had like a whole thing of fresh laundry and he has like these little shallow drawers. So I'm like, I'll do the shirts because they need to be like folded like three times, like Maria Kondo into a small envelope size. And yes. yeah. he has a Respect. closet that has like shelves and that's where like his sweatpants because he doesn't wear jeans uh, goes because they're so bulky. And um, I'm like, dude, that's what you got to do. Like, and he like, again, like showing him and each time we do it, it's like showing him again, like, this is how you fold the sweatpants. This is how you fold the sweatshirt, you know, like, yeah. So, I mean, do you ever get frustrated? Like you've, you've shown them like a hundred times and then you're just like, oh my God, it'd just be faster if I do it. And then it's yes. like, you, you kind of go back on what you're doing. You know, you, you, you have that moment the of weakness. Today. I resisted yes. the today. It was very tempting to watch. just do all of it for him <laughs> and let him, but I'm like, I always think about his other mother, Sophia, who always, always yeah. says that um, <laughs> he is not nearly as independent as she was. And I'm like, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's oh, funny because if you, if you mentioned it, it's really interesting to like do that situation. You f- catch yourself about to help and then stop. Yep. Yeah. And then just watch them. Yes. And then just watch and see if like their emotions get all, all of a sudden they're like, I can't do this. I need mm-hmm. help. You're like, stop with the act. <laughs> yeah. You know how to do this. I'm like, you got yeah. this, like, dude. I'll wait with you. I'll keep you company. I know you yeah. want company. I'll sit with you. You're doing it. I'll um, sit with you. No, I, it's funny to watch, I'm you know? heartless. I was like, nah, man, you got this. I did my job. You do your job. Peace out. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I love that. I'm the same but way. you know what's funny? Um, <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the disaster that's going to happen. I don't want to see yeah. it. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, he walks out of the room with, like, pants inside out. Oh, so yeah. the thing is that, um, sure oh, already. But the, uh, do you have a thing, too, where, like, um, I, I always think of, like, maybe dinner would be probably a good example, where, like, um, people are doing different jobs kind of at the same time. Um, oh, yeah. Like, we have, um, like, also, it doesn't help that my, my older guy in the middle of the share room, like that's that's a whole different episode. But the uh, <laughs> the thing uh, that they'll have is like everyone is sort of responsible for getting their dishes from the table to the kitchen yes. because oh, you're not yeah. having dessert until that yeah. happens. Yeah. And then um, Jacob will have the responsibility of uh, spraying the table and cleaning it. Oh. And then Ethan will have the responsibility of sweeping the floor. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ethan understands the concept that if like you see food on the floor, um, you maybe have to go back a second time and grab that. Because, right, like, right. I'm like, dude, come on, seriously? So he gets all mad. We're like, no, your job's not good enough. Go back. Um, and then Jacob will, you know, have to do the spray. I think kids love the spray, by the way. Yes. And then, um, you know, but it's funny to watch him because he's like, like either he puts half a bottle of spray in the table <laughs> or like, you know. It's or like, like 20, 20 like uh, paper towels. What yeah, about yeah, Noah? Yeah. What, what is Noah doing? He's bringing his food in from the kitchen. He does little things like that. He cleans his room. Um, he organizes his toys. How old is Noah again? Hey, old Noah is four. <laughs> we Noah. We little Noah is four, okay. and we little Noah knows that when he stops, he knows that we will say to him that when you're done playing with one toy, you got to clean it up before you go to the next one. This is a work in progress. I will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. But his responsibility is to put his clothes in the hamper. He brings his food in from the kitchen, and um, he puts his toys away at night when we go to clean up stuff. So. Is it always effective? <laughs> Who am I to say? We, we try. We try. Exactly. <laughs> but I think this is probably a good opportunity to talk about the child development list of what they're capable of doing. So this is a great list. So check this out. This ultimate list of age-appropriate chores for children and teens. This is a this is a website that we went to um, about a year ago when we were trying to figure this whole thing out. And I did actually pull from this. And it's interesting because I think that we probably need some updating because of the age of stuff, right? <laughs> but what's great about this list that breaks it down by developmental skills and what they could do. Just two to three, we'll have one list. Preschoolers will have another list, four to five. Um, primary, six to nine. That's a big gap. Um, middle yeah. schools, 10 to 13. High schools, 14 and up. Yeah. And then a system at 45-year-olds. No, I'm kidding. It's on there. Um, so, we've got, uh, <laughs> so what you'll see is, like, for example, um, this doesn't sound... I'm going to sound like I know what I'm talking about only because we went to this website before we did this. So, like, this is accurate based on what we figured out. So things like when you're really young, um, they could do things like put their toys away, fill up a cat or dog's food bowl, um, place clothing in a hamper, wipe up spills. They're very basic things that, they, that you are basically helping them with, but yeah, give them some of the simple. responsibility, right? Pile up books and magazines on the shelves or a table. Help load the washer and dryer. Like, that's not wow, impossible. Right? I am I am late on that one because I said 10 years old. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what's funny? Because I thought you were talking. But you do it. That's a good sign. That's okay. Um, so uh, preschool. Is, you know what? But the preschool, it's you not even this. that hard. Like it, it's it's when you hear it and you say it, it's really yeah, obvious. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like things like Just making their bed without supervision, yeah. clearing the table. Now, like gardening. Look, we're not. I don't. Not a big. You know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Like yeah, pulling weeds and, and watering flowers. They make it a kick out in the summer yeah. or whatever else. Um, but using using like the handheld vacuum yeah. for crumbs, we try that. What a concept! That's not bad. But they, even like we we use like um uh this like we were using like a little handheld vacuum thing, and to be honest with you, it wasn't working for us. So they they, they sell. Rachel found this like little like um electric uh little sweeper thing that you basically press. It's like a vacuum essentially, but you press the button and like and it picks up food and stuff. We felt like that was a lot better. Although I just mentioned Ethan just drives around the food, but it definitely works. That works better than it was before. So trust me, before it wasn't good. You step on a grape, you're like seriously. Um, but yeah, no. Like put, uh, bringing in groceries, um, assisting older siblings with setting the table. Like, for example, Noah, his job is putting out napkins. They're never folded great, but he puts in the napkins. Aww. And then uh, Ethan does a silverware, Jacob does a place because he can reach him. I love it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, little things like, uh, you know, a little dusting. Dusting is, uh, that was interesting when the two of them dusted. Like, Jacob got the low, uh, got the high, Ethan got the low. And then Jacob, being the parent, would be like, no, that's not good enough. You have to go over it. And then he would do it. And I'm like, good lord. Um, and then as things go a little higher, now primary school, six to nine, um, this is like a little more, now it grows a little bit. Now it's like helping make lunches because they yes. totally can. They each help with making their lunches. Um, yeah. Oh, they sure can. Cleaning the bedrooms they with some sure supervision. Can. Uh, putting away the groceries. So the groceries, I know Mikey talked about that. When the car pulls up, I expect to see able yep. bodies ready to help. Yep, yep. Um, and then yes. uh, helping prepare yes. with dinner. All of his shoes <laughs> on their feet, doesn't dinner matter. Dinner is the one thing where I feel like I fall, um, I fall guilty of I'm just going to do myself as faster. But I have been trying to make it an effort to have them do one aspect of dinner, even if it's just like adding one little seasoning to it, because oh, I feel like good. they take a little bit of ownership. Um, and emptying the, and then Ethan has a job too, where he walks around. This is at the age of like six to nine, so he's a little bit old. Whatever, he, um, he's the right age for that. So he, he, one of his jobs is to walk from the bathrooms to the bedrooms and collect all the garbage and throw them in a bigger garbage bag. Does he do the greatest job? Not wonderful, but yeah, he needs help too. sometimes. Yeah. But you know, no, but it's, you know what I do with with um, you might want to consider with dinner or anytime you're cooking is maybe like set a timer and say like, okay, the sauce needs to be like stirred. Oh, or that's really smart. In like five more minutes. But if you're doing like a million one things, put the timer on and say, hey, when the timer goes off, you're gonna you're gonna turn it. You're gonna let me know. Like depending on what what it is, because like there's obviously things like if I'm frying chicken, yeah. I walk away from yeah. it. Like I need. Like I need like Sophia or Julian to like, just let me know oh, if that's that good. I need to like turn it because you get some very dark uh, air fryer stuff so, if like, you don't get in there. Yeah, you don't want like yeah, like you don't want like dark stuff or whatever. And then like I I just feel like like you're responsible for like stirring the sauce or you're you're responsible for like this or whatever tasting the p pasta. Let me know if it's it's cooked or not. Right, you that's know, smart. Right. I like that. I want to write that down. Um, and then there's also um, the yeah, no, like now Jacob's older. He's like eleven. Um, he'll help me with bringing the garbage down to the curb. So like a couple times a week, you know, that thing. Yeah, um, and the, it has some things here too, which this is different because you have to know your kids. Like, obviously, you know, your comfort level, you know, what you're, you're as a parent, what you're comfortable leaving your kids, um, in the house alone to watch the other siblings. Sometimes that works. Sometimes world war three. So you yes. have to know your right, family right, here right. on this list is babysit younger siblings yeah. with parent. Oh, with parents at home. That's interesting. Um, like what do you do? Go on a spa day while you're, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's a weird one. Not, yeah, you know, no, not my that's, thing. that's too much. High that's schoolers. Much. This is interesting. This, this has, yeah. we're, we're not there yet, but obviously, you know, Sarah can let us know if this makes any sense. Clean out the fridge, um, help deep clean, clean the mm -hmm. toilet, sink and shower. You talked about that. Clean the windows, um, a little babysit for short periods yep. of time. This is where it gets a little dicey. Mow the lawns, we um, care too. for pets independently. Um, I have a Roomba. You guys have pets. Yes. Um, and make meals more, com <laughs> make more complex <laughs> meals. Um, accomplish small shopping yes. trips alone. That's interesting. After driver's license. I do like having them come with me sometimes, but I do value uh, that yeah, alone yes. time sometimes. Yeah. But occasionally, <laughs> if it's later in the day, Ethan will yeah, jump in too. with me. We'll go to Trader Joe's and, and, you know, we've been doing a little bit more of that lately than going to like this, the regular shop, um, shopping grocery stores, whatever. So he likes oh, that trip. Nice. No one wants and to then, come with me. <laughs> no, you know what though? I do find, um, and Aww. I know this is like a little bit bribery, but I do find, and look, every kid's different. This is not going to work for everyone. People at home probably rolling their eyes, but um, I find that if I give them a little bit of a like, hey man, you came with me, 
I guess you get to pick out a snack for yourself. That's yeah. a little bit more enticing than yes. just like, I try. We're going to the I try. Store. You, want, you want a little Starbucks? Yeah. It's when the snacks don't Starbucks. show up when they don't yeah. come. That's when it yeah. works out really well. There it is. I know. I know. Um, but I see, I see resew buttons on clothing. I knew how to sew by age of nine. My door's behind on this. I got to get Home and in uh, middle school or whatever that was, eighth grade. I didn't learn that, but I learned how to make tacos. That was good. Um, yeah. So I think it was a good. I think it's a good article. I honestly, I don't know if it's like the best article, but I do feel like, from the standpoint of breaking things down by developmental ages, I do think that this is a great resource for parents. I think honestly. it's reasonable. And yeah. then you could, yeah. and then when you look at the list, like so Mike's, too. like you know, Lucas turned ten. You look at the numbers, and you're like, okay, it's time to graduate. It's time to take some different responsibilities. Yeah, on. yeah, definitely. Or have more kids and then pass it down. Or don't. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so the question this week is all about all about allowances and uh, money at home and chores. Do you associate the chores with money? Do you um, kind of change the money around by age? Um, what are the things you did when you grew up? Did that change over from when you started to raise your kids and show them? Um, how to do chores at home. So if you want to get in touch with us um, and tell us how your chores go in your house, you can leave a message on our Hey of the Parents voicemail line at 559-LAY-KIDS, or you could just call 559-537-5437. Don't worry, phone number's in the show notes. Two, you could email the show at <laughs> heyoftheparents at gmail.com. You could join us on Instagram or Blue Sky at Hey of the Parents. We'll try to keep you up to date with stuff, pictures, and more because it's time for Time to Unplug. Don't forget, you will be a better we if you take care of me. So, Levine, my friend, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the solo of Han, the uh, the wielder of lightsabers, what do you have going on this week? So, this week, um, I wound up finding uh, this new Star Wars toy line, which is called Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron. I used to collect Star Wars Action Fleet. You don't say. Was- yeah, which was a micro. It was like here's the nostalgia factor. It was like an it was like a micro machine, but it was like the oh, perfect size. Yeah, like but the it was small like, little. It wasn't the smaller oh, okay. ones. It was like a medium okay. size. It was like the perfect size to play with when I was younger. And I would save. I would. I would. <laughs> I would go to a school, and my mom would give me two dollars for lunch every day, and I wouldn't eat lunch. Like I would. I would pocket the two dollars, and then when I get home, I'd eat stuff, and I would save save and save so that i can spend like 10 or 12 dollars at toys r us and buy my star wars action fleet uh, action figures so now and and i was always upset because when i was younger i wanted more ships (laughs) less chips means more ships (laughs) exactly and uh and i was so upset because they didn't make like all the spaceships and then just recently this new star wars line came out which is like you know how they always redo things, but now they're calling it Micro Galaxy Squadron, and I bought a couple of them, and I have the new Millennium Falcon, the Razor Crest from the new Mandalorian. No yeah, so I've been kind of collecting this and keeping it to the side and making sure that no none of my kids destroy it. <laughs> oh, a caller you know? just called in. Uh, yeah. They want to know if uh, your stomach growls when you are... Uh, <laughs> When you're shopping for your squadrons. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. It does. Oh, because, but yeah, the, so it was it, it was really nice to see this, this line of toys out again. It brought back that nostalgia factor. It made me, and I'm like, wow, oh my God, this is like perfect for the show that uh, we're doing this week because I saved my money. To, I remember saving my $2. That's amazing. For Aww, these every, look at that. every week. So yeah. What about you, uh, Sarah? What do you got going Como on? Como se dice amazing, Sarah. What do you got? <laughs> Como se dice? So El Duolingo, man, that little owl bird thing, he get angry sometimes. He's like, "Where are you picking?" I wanted to say that. I would love for him to say that. Uh, uh, He'd be a little sassy sometimes. I honestly say that. But so Duolingo, I know is like old news. I'm sure a lot of people are like on like level eight thousand million or whatever. But. Um, I was like, you know, I'm not very good with my conversational Spanish and like I know my vocab, but I really need to practice like speaking. So I downloaded the Duolingo I'm on week five, uh, week Ooh, three, is it Sapphire good? doing and I, um, it's fun. It's like a little, it's almost like you a, game, keep a like streak, a game. right? Like you like say stuff, listen stuff. Yeah. You want to keep a streak. You get like little like XP points. You get little gems. Um, so I'm learning Spanish. And because also to Gene speaks Creole, I'm also trying to learn a little Creole. I understand for the most part when his family speaks, uh, Creole, I have some basic, very basic words. Um, 
but as I felt like it was kind of fun today, I wowed him with some sentences and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm impressed. Um, so, it, you know, he got some time in hand as the guys were kind of figuring out the sound right before this um, episode. I was doing a little Duolingo, so the cool. Creole version, and I got it in. I felt really cool. So it's quick. It's easy. Five Did minutes. Did you ever do Rosetta Stone? Did I want to, it? but that feels very fancy. So expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was say expensive. I, I mean, I remember way back when I was trying to trying to improve my uh spanish as well and i wound up getting rosetta stone way back when but i didn't know if it was similar or the same or you know different or kind of long no i was thinking like do you remember back in the day like a pbs like muzzy uh like like was it a a um, show or like a so it was like i guess something you could buy it was uh instead of a cute little owl that yelled at you it was like a little monster dude that like spoke different languages and you got like the cds and whatever um, I always want my mom to buy that for me. She never did. But now oh, look at you. No. I was going to say, it would be so cool if you, didn't, <laughs> if you didn't tell Jean that you were doing this. Oh, how cool would that have been if you were just like... I know, I should have like kept that secret. You should like just not say anything and see it. Like, you know, he'll kind of like... Anymore. Just just pretend I dropped it yeah, off, Yeah, then you right? practice yeah. this diligently <laughs> for like a year. It would just... It would, actually, you know what? This should be... This should We should be, be marketing for that, that point if that's the case. Yes. All of a sudden, you're just busting the show doing Creole. They're like, hey, Duolingo. This works. Only when. Right. So check this so out, guys. And a little angry owl. I love it. I'm like, some of my kids are doing it. And like, it's like the streaks are intense. Um, but of course, because Ethan wants nothing to be like, Ethan wants to do his own path and Jacob does Spanish. Ethan's like, I will do French. Um, so oh, anyway, I love it. Crazy, right? So <laughs> I have something interesting for you guys. I found something different. It's not a TV show. It's not a video game. It is something else. I stumbled across on Defector. It was an essay. Now, I didn't read a book. I read an essay. <laughs> check this out. This is a really interesting article. It is called Learning to Play Piano When There's No Recital. And I really loved reading this article. What it was about, essentially, is there's a woman who does, um, you know, does podcasting, does, does writing, does whatever, just like um, blogging stuff. And um, she's with a friend, and the friend said, this is, she's mentioned this in the essay. Um, she says to her, like, what are you going to do? It's like New Year's, they go for these walks in the city, have coffee, bring the dog. And she says to her, like, what are you going to do to be creative this year? And at first she was like super offended. She's like, my whole life is creative, but she's like, but then she starts thinking, she's like, I live in a box. Like, like I do creative stuff for work because it's, because I'm good at it. And then she had this thought process of when she was younger and watching movies, like that she wanted to like, um, she did all these things when she was younger and, uh, like it was like, you know, doing a sport, doing this, doing that. And one of the things that, um, with her growing up is that she felt her parents were never pushy as far as telling her to like stick with something. And the one thing that, her mom said to her ever about regretting to stop doing something was piano. And she says, someday you'll regret stopping playing piano. This was years ago. So she's thinking back on this now. And she's like, well, what would it be like to pick a hobby in which there's no recital? Just playing piano with no recital. I'm just going to play it for myself. And it was just an interesting uh, article about when you are an adult and you grow up and you think about the time that you spend on things that you're good at and then you kind of shave off the things that you're not good at and you don't focus on you from a creative standpoint you focus on yourself from a from a career standpoint or for things that you're doing that like you know instant satisfaction and she was thinking about like how can i build this creative juice or things that i do just for myself i don't need to play for anybody else but the article is really about the mind frame of like just doing something because you want to do it and you have this like itch that will not go away until you fill like some sort of creative reservoir and I loved it. It the whole thing. I read it in like ten minutes. But it was a great article. Wow. And my wife loves no, yeah, art. That sounds it's great. And my wife loves art. And that and she sounds does very it. inspirational. You know, we do podcasting. But like, there's always. I always feel like I have to like get my hands dirty in something, whether it's like you know with a cricket, make a t-shirt. I, it doesn't matter. But I love that. I love <laughs> this idea. And the thing that was that sat with me about this article. Um, she talked about the piano teacher and like he loved having her because like she got all the references because when she walked into the her piano lesson an 11 year old popped out and then when she finished her piano lesson like a seven year old popped out and she's in her 30s and she's like boy this is coming coming to coming to grips with being okay with it but there um there was something really rewarding about it and she loves to just be in her in her apartment you know tinkering with a little piano and um i i really was inspired by this idea of yes you could enjoy something and you don't need to be amazing yeah. at it and you don't need to perform for anybody but you could mm-hmm. play an instrument yeah. you could do a thing just because you enjoy it and i feel like when i read that i'm like that is parenting unplugged that's got to go on the list 
So yeah, um, that's awesome. uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. I think I hope you guys, I hope you, you too, I hope you guys check reading this because I think it's a little inspiring um, when there's a lot of articles and, and self-help things that I'm like, I don't want to read. But this is this was a good, <laughs> a good kind of reflection point of like, you know, maybe I need to pick up that guitar again because I may not sound like Trey, sound like Trey Anastasio, but I guess sure sound like me tinkering away, <laughs> making mistakes, and that's okay. So um, I think it was fun. I enjoyed doing this this uh, episode with you guys. Um, and I think yeah, uh, I think with that, I think we're out of time on this episode on allowances and chores with your kiddos. Um, it doesn't matter if you set up a weekly chore calendar or if you have your kids pitch in where you set the rules. Have those children help out because they are part of your family, and that orange tree needs to survive. Uh, we'd like to take a moment to thank our listeners and supporters for donating to our show. If you want to help support this show so we can keep making shows just like this one, we have a link to donate to the show in the show notes. If you don't have the means to do so, we totally get it, but we hope that you can tell your friends, your family about our podcast so we can reach more parents um, and learn more and share more. Um, and if you have time, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We can't wait to explore this parenting thing again with you next week on Hey the Parents because it's the three of us and all of you. Don't forget to hug your kids and charge your Chromebooks. That's going to do it for me, for Mike, and for Sarah. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, The Parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Desreens, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you'll consider going to our shows and help support the podcast. Find us online on Instagram and Blue Sky at Hey, The Parents, or send us an email at HeyTheParents at gmail.com or a voicemail. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>